Just kidding. It's not really iCarly. Nah, we're horror, wine, and crime. <laughs> but we are going to talk about Carly. Yes. This is the episode, uh, what did you name it? What did, I scary. I scary. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, perfect. <laughs> I just want to be clear, though, like, iCarly came out when I was older, but I have raised a daughter who's now 13, so I've seen them all. Oh, yeah. Times 15. Yeah, I used to watch them, for and, sure. And, uh... They were cute. I'm not going to lie. I was in love with Spencer. Okay. I was, well, I was probably like a, maybe 11 or something when it came out. So Spencer was not on my radar at that point. It was more like, not even Freddy really. I really wasn't into that many people. <laughs> not what, really. was, what was the, um, who was it that was obsessed? The other one. Uh, Gibby. Yeah. <laughs> Gibby. Gibby's my man. Gibby. <laughs> No, I, uh, Spencer just always made me laugh so hard. Oh, yeah. Like, he was just so stupidly funny that it made me love him. He was definitely the main driving comedy force of that show. <laughs> um, so, I don't know if you've listened to or not, but on Dateline there was a series called The Thing About Pam. I have not. I did see the title pop up recently on Hulu. I don't know if it's a movie or a show, but I didn't watch it. But I, well, it's it, a true. It's a series. Okay. Um, a true crime one. Um, but I heard it first on Dateline. It was titled "The Thing About Pam," mm-hmm. and now it's going to be a. It's on NBC. Okay. Um, but I think NBC streams on one of the. It must, I th- I'm pretty sure it's like Hulu is when I saw or it. Or something I think you can watch. Okay. Well, anyways, I watched it with my mom. Um, we watched the first episode together, and it was pretty good. It's got Renee Zellweger in it, and she's got a fat suit on, and she's a bitch. <laughs> what, a way to, what a way to describe it. Probably because she had to wear the fat suit. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I yeah. cannot, I was not, you know, that wouldn't be like the first thing that I would think of. Um, for like, or what I would expect this to be. <laughs> no, she's just, obviously she's doing the role very well. Yeah. Um, my mom feels like it was kind of satire a little bit, which I think um, KB might have opened the door for some of that. Oh, yeah. Um, with the girl in the window across the street from the woman in the window. Yeah, I don't know. I can never say it correctly. The so. woman in the window across the street from the girl in the window. Whatever. In the house? The house. The girl in the window across the street from the girl in the house. <laughs> I can never say it. We get what we mean. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm uh, excited to watch it. I was kind of bummed that I couldn't come home and binge it. I think it's only, like, one of those one episode a week type things. Oh, I hate those. That's how it used to be. And now we're, like, spoiled with, like, like dude, shows coming out all at once. 1989 anymore. No, give us it all at once, people. Yeah. Come on. We're bingers. Our attention spans have uh, have gotten worse over the years, so we need it instantly. Speaking of the 80s, I also learned yesterday they are doing a sequel, like how many whatever years later it is, because it's been like 25, 30, of Who's the Boss. Oh. Which used to be one of my favorite shows when I was little. Um, that was where I first fell in love with Alyssa Milano. Okay. I don't know if I've seen this. Okay. Probably not, because you were not... A thing. That's <laughs> not a thing. You were staying on your mom's sheets. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> when I first came out. I never need to hear that again. <laughs> it's 
mind if you talk about other people like that, but I can't, please, no. Um, well, anyway, Phyllis <laughs> Milano is a part of it, and I think Tony Danz is coming back, and she said don't think of it as a reboot, think of it as a sequel. Oh. So, that's going to be fun. Yeah, seriously. I'm, I'll check it out. I'll check out the original. So it's a show? It's not a movie? The thing about Pam? No, who's the ba- who's boss? Who's the boss? Who's the baby? Who's, who's the, the boss? Baby? <laughs> the power of the baby. <laughs> I don't know what that's from. <laughs> Low knows you, you, I don't I don't pick up on quotes very often. <laughs> the power. The power of the baby. Who do you do? Do what? Have the power. Labyrinth. You never see Labyrinth? I don't know. Isn't that a band? I thought that was a band. <laughs> Is Labyrinth not a band? <laughs> you can't see me, but I am praying for the child. <laughs> David Bowie. Oh, I know him. He had the white suit with all his junk showing. No, what? It was okay. like out in the open? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you made it sound like. <laughs> junk, magic junk. The little girl, she went to find Toby through the labyrinth. She had to get her brother back. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. Are you serious? I'm 100% serious. Would you get it with me for Halloween when I was David Bowie one year for Halloween? When no. we had friends? Mm-mm. I was actually the, lab- the Goblin King? No. Okay. <laughs> We're going to save the rest of this conversation for off air. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm lost. Crystal definitely has homework. <laughs> I will look up. David Bowie's junk. You need to put that on the next movie. That's how I'm going to... The Labyrinth. The Labyrinth. Okay, so it's a movie. (laughs) You guys, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Added it to my list. I've never seen this in my life. remember that if I saw it. I feel like that would be like burned into my memory. Okay, well, if you don't watch it in the next month, then we're not friends. Alright, alright. It's on, it's added to my to-do list. <laughs> I was obsessed. Charlotte became obsessed as her childhood. My 13-year-old knows it. Dang. I'm, you know what? Honestly, just blame blame my parents. You know, it's their fault that they never... I'm gonna ask them if they ever watched it. And then we'll see if they're educated or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so next up, let's see if I know to, about the next topic. Um, let's bring Crystal up to something she knows about. Um, we watched it, Inventing Anna. Yes, it was really good. That girl, I don't know her name, the actress who played um, the Anna girl. She did so good, like with the accent, it was perfect. Like and the whole just demeanor of everything. Like I feel like she nailed that part. So the Anna Delvey slash Sorkin. Yes. Yes. Um, it was a good series. Um, I watched it within two days. I would have probably did it all, but I started it late at night, and I can't hang. 
I gotta say though, soundtrack, fire. Yes. <laughs> that was a great the whole show had like an amazing like soundtrack. I was like, oh wait a minute. <laughs> Every time a song came on. <laughs> um I just I know she ripped some people off and I don't applaud that. No, no. But I do wanna be like Damn. Dang girl, because you made yourself something out of nothing. A hundred percent, like And like the guy said, the bankers like she never got the money. No. Like she literally like swindled everybody like it's just boss energy i have to say i know that it's illegal and wrapped peter to pay paul like she was just kind of right swapping swapping money money out back and forth in different ways and you know i did feel bad for her friend that got stuck with the credit card at first me too yeah but then like when the trial and stuff came i was starting to think like one you turn her in two you didn't have to pay it back like the company covered it, and then you went and got yourself three hundred grand from different stories, and exactly you're up there crying like horribly crying like yeah mm-hmm. come on, and then when they're like you know you didn't have to pay for this you didn't have to pay for that you didn't have to pay for this I'm just like you know what bitch like yeah because I I for sure was on board with her like in the beginning part of like her scenario with Anna. I was like, oh, I would be livid too, and I would, you know, that's a lot of freaking money to be, like, taken out of. But then, yeah, she didn't have to pay anything, so then it's like, well, then what's the point of dragging this out to get more money, to get more fame, to get more deals? It's like, okay, that's when it's turning into, like, a a, situ- a, a sketchy situation where it's like, all right, where do your actual intentions lie? Yeah, not so, a fan of her. If you guys haven't watched Inventing Anna, is it Anna or Anna? Anna? I feel like people said it two different ways in the show. The main lady, the reporting porter lady, she said Anna. Which, ding, ding, ding. Okay, not really, ding, ding, ding. But I want to tell you, when I first showed her, I immediately was like, oh, my girl. I saw that. She's grown up. Yeah, I saw that online, like, the other day or whatever. Her nose is still the same. I'm like, oh, I didn't know when I was watching it that that was her. But then when I saw it, I post about it on, like, Facebook or something, I was like, oh, shit, that is her. Like, that's crazy. I, right away, I Googled. I'm like, that has to be. Her nose features oh, are still the same. exactly the same. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Seriously. And her husband is, like, the best because she was, you know, get real into it for the whole time of her, like, pregnancy and even after. And he was just always like, okay, all right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that was a really good show. Um, we also did The Haunted. Yes. Um, KK had a sleepover at my house, and my daughter had a friend over. So while they took over the living room watching, I think they did Insidious or something, while they did their thing, um, we went in my room and started watching this until we fell asleep. And some of the stories were pretty creepy. However... I feel like they all were just like open ended. Like I that's what I don't like about some the of them, show. They just kinda like closed curtain and like, um Yeah, they were left so unresolved. And I feel like they were all like that. Like I feel like at, at the end of every episode I was like, What? Is there an update? Like where what's happening now? Is it still happening? Like, what are you doing now? I don't know. Like I feel like they were just so like unresolved and it like bothered me. The first like, one was like sad. She's like 
this is my boyfriend. She had him like in a little. Yes. A little, I'm like, oh, like, okay. Like, all right. That's yeah, sad. Sad. Yeah. Um, but some of them are kind of. Uh, dark. Kind Very of dark. Yeah. yeah. There was one with like it had to do with like a lady in a, in the closet, and I'm not gonna lie. The next few nights, I had my side eye view on my closet. <laughs> I was like, the lady in white better not be showing up here. But did you have pictures flying off your wall? <laughs> no, thankfully. I'm so sorry that that had happened to you. I had a picture fly off the podcast room wall around the corner and land in the kitchen. Now my husband thinks it just kind of hit the floor and rolled out. I showed Kay exactly how and what the layout was, and I mean... I just feel like that is impossible. Where it <laughs> landed, it had to curve around a big dresser, and then curve around the door, and then curve into the kitchen. It's like... And the thumbtack was in the kitchen, too. So yeah, the whole thumbtack Yeah, like, I feel like I, I can't bounce like that. I don't know, freaky... Pictures out in the garage right now. <laughs> yeah, we got cut that shit out of here. <laughs> and we have uh, a new setup where we have uh, crystals and these candles burning for protection. Um, just because Lo's house, she's been experiencing some stuff, man, since this whole yeah, basically since um, the whole podcast started. There's a, a few things happened while we're researching. Um, one of them was during the Selena story, which. Selena, you're supposed to be, like, super nice and kind. Well, hers was just had a pencil sharpener that started making noises as I was researching. That was, I mean, it was creepy, but that wasn't as, like, flying off the wall. Um, and then there's a story that um, I'm researching now. Um, we haven't put it out yet. But as I was doing hers, I walked into the kitchen and... No, that was the picture off the wall day. Okay, Yes. I can't think of, we were doing somebody's, and I walked out into the kitchen after just hanging out with me and my daughter. Are you talking about the Alexa one? And I heard voices, I'm like... Was it Kenneth? The Kenneth episode? Maybe. Or Maddie Clifton? Ooh, it could have been around that time, one of those One ones. of those, yeah. And the Exorcist 2, or Exorcist Chapter 2 of the book was being read randomly off my Alexa. That is the most horrifying incident that you've occur- incurred because, like... That's actually, like, a true WTF moment. Yeah, I immediately ran in my room and Marco pulled Crystal and I'm like, I'm having a what the hell moment. And I, like, showed her that I was reading it. Oh and I'm just like, no, turn it off. Let's show Crystal first. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my God, if it wasn't late at night and I didn't have to work and you didn't have to work, you'd be coming to stay the night with me. Oh, my God. Scared. Literally, even through the video that you sent me, it was freaking scary so i can't even imagine like right in front of you that playing like i'm like um charlotte she's like yeah and she came and slept with me we brought the dog in there so we had a big sleepover that night honestly (laughs) definitely needed because that's freaking weird um yeah if you have any fun uh stories random haunting scares send them in i'd love to read them yeah seriously we love that stuff not, you know, love it when it, sorry, happens to other people, not to us. <laughs> Let's just get that clear, you know? <laughs> uh, yes. Um, so, in case you're listening, what up, Dax? Where hey, you Dax. Where you at? <laughs> <laughs> if 
if you're not liking Dax Shepard, where are you at? Then where are you at? <laughs> and our next, uh, we gotta hit the less classlessly are criminals. Oh. We got some good stories today. My goodness, I almost forgot them. Very unclassy, this, uh... This episode, I have to say. <laughs> okay, so less classless lair criminal number one. Um, a burglar high on bath salts breaks into a family's home and puts up Christmas decorations. Um, so he was snorting the bath salts. Um, this was in Ohio. And he got into the holiday spirit. Um, the cops in Vandalia, which is north of Dayton, says that Terry Trent, 44, was high on a designer drug when he broke into the family's home and put up some Christmas decorations. Then he plopped down on the couch to watch some TV. I mean, I hope it was at least like Elf or something worth it. Right, yeah, hopefully it was a good Christmas movie, but also... Santa Claus, I don't know. (laughs) Right. Also, like, if it was around Christmas time, I'm very curious if it was like around Christmas time or if it was just like June and he decided oh to put God. up like Christmas decorations. So <laughs> and like, was the family appreciative? You know, like, oh, thank you. Now we don't have to put those up. He's you know? like, give him his rights. Do you have anything to say? You know, anything you say can and will be held against you in the court of law. I just put the cookies in. They have to bake for about 10 more minutes. Make sure you pull them out. <laughs> Let him cool before you're frost. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, there's a light bulb burnout on the Christmas tree. Just want to let you know in case you need to replace that one. <laughs> so our second contestant is, um, so a son decides to rob his mom. He thought he could only be charged with burglary if he'd done it at nighttime. Oh, so bright. Just so bright. So, a Willoughby man who believed that he could be charged with burglary if he committed, could only be charged with burglary if he committed crime at night, he pleaded guilty. On June 26, uh, James Blankenship, 22, pleaded guilty to the reduced charge of breaking and entering into his mother's home against her will. According to the police, Blankenship's mother found her son attempting to break into her home though through the first floor window earlier this month. The young man had not been welcomed into his mother's home for approximately three months, nor did he have any possessions on the premise. Oh my gosh, people, teach your children just like common sense, please. It was her children. (laughs) Like literally, I just don't understand. I just wanna let everybody know out there in case you didn't know, if you weren't aware, if you break in somewhere or steal something, you will be charged no matter what time of the day it is, okay? Facts. <laughs> I don't know if that's, like, not a commonly known thing, but uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's just how it goes, okay? The more you know. Yeah. The rainbow. Picture the rainbow. <laughs> and contestant number three. Man eats underwear to be breathalyzer. A man from Stettler, Canada, which was, we said was Alberta. Yeah. Um, so... An 18-year-old man tries to eat his underwear in hopes that the cotton fabric would absorb the alcohol before he took his breathalyzer test. Oh, boy, oh, boy. David Zerloff, he was subsequently acquitted of the charge of an impaired driving because he blew an 08, the legal limit. But the testimony broke up people in Judge David McNaughton's uh, court 
on Thursday afternoon. Um, he was collared by the RCMP. I'm not exactly sure what that means. Um, but Bill Robinson, after he ran from his vehicle, which he had been seen weaving down the highway, uh, while sitting in the back of the patrol car, David tried to eat the crotch out of his shorts. Oh, my God. That's so disgusting. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, chewed it up, and then he spit it out. Uh, the class of the law students from that was removed by the teacher when the testimony was given. Um, the... 11, 11 and 12 students that had difficulty maintaining composure um, when leaving the courtroom. People were leaving the courtroom in tears <laughs> from trying not to laugh so hard at this story. Honestly, I would be the same because, like, who <laughs> just thinks to do that? <laughs> like, that was his first thought, was just to bite out of his crotch. <laughs> Your underwear and eat it. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I'd rather go to jail than your sleeve off your shirt. Yeah, but... he chose his underwear. I'd choose a sock over my underwear. <laughs> that is so disgusting, and his stomach had to hurt and so I didn't bad. And I just like the little side, the crotch. Yeah, like, literally. Where his balls have been sitting all night. Like, I have so many questions for him. <laughs> I wonder if he like you know, looks back on that moment in time and is just so ashamed. Just, like, how, just how insane. Oh, my God. Dude. Do you know what your balls smell like? He knows what they taste like now. (laughs) I'm sorry, but they don't smell great. No. (laughs) No. Even if they're your own, it doesn't make it, Smell better. God, and I can't imagine it was, like, super clean if he was just out drinking and stuff, you know, like. And, yeah, that's all I'll say, but, like, oh, that's so gross. <laughs> yeah, very, um, very less classlesslier criminals today, I, I must say. <laughs> you guys make us proud. Yeah. Like, <laughs> say America, but that one was Canadian. Yeah, exactly. Um, so today we are getting into... I just feel like a lot of celebrities probably have crazy encounters with stalkers and, like, people who just have not good intentions. Maybe some have good intentions, but they go a little cuckoo. Uh, But this one in particular is, like, wild. (laughs) I heard this on the Whitney Cummings show um, during Miranda's interview. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say, oh, my God, Miranda... So cute. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, she's so nice. Oh, my gosh. I just, like, I couldn't get enough. I could listen all day. She was just... I love the I vibe. Like she was our people, like... Oh, yeah, for sure. I love the vibe of, like, her and Whitney together, too, because I feel like her and Whitney are, like, so different, but, like, the way that they, like, I don't know, come together is just funny. It's just hilarious. Oh, my God, yes. And Benton was throwing in his jokes. Oh, my gosh. I know. So when I heard this, I was just like, huh, I want to kind of look into this a little bit more. So um, I just kind of wanted to share it. I thought it'd be a fun one to share with people um, because it's iCarly. Yeah. Who doesn't love Miranda Cosgrove? If you don't love Miranda Cosgrove, go educate yourself. (laughs) Watch a little School of Rock, okay? Best movie. So... 
In 2016, Cosgrove was 23. She was living in Hollywood Hills. Uh, the police called her to her neighborhood on the evening of Friday, December 16th, after receiving reports of gunshots. Law enforcement found a man's body engulfed in flames in her garden. He died of self-inflicted gunshot wound after setting himself on fire. The man was her stalker. Like, what an opening, you know what I mean? Like, damn, so like, much so much happening there. Do you, like, really want to end your life that bad that not only do you just, like, to set yourself on fire, like... Right, like, shooting yourself you wasn't enough? Yeah. You had to set yourself, like, what a statement. He was making a statement. He had to be, like, either on something or, like... Oh, for sure. On the spectrum of, like... He had something, he had something going on. Something, yeah. like... Oh, 100%. I mean, I mean to, yeah, to even, like, kill himself in the first place, but then, like, to use, like, two, two ways of doing it is just very intense. Right in her garden, too. Like, really? She probably had a nice garden, and he just ruined it with the fire. I know. It was those tomatoes. <laughs> So, in 2020 interview with Whitney Cummings, um, iCarly star opened up about the crazy experience. Uh, she went on a lousy date earlier in the day, which, I mean, come on. You had a lousy date, and then this is a... Bad day, bad day. Yeah. Um, so, she went to see Pitch Perfect 3, love it. Yes. Um, at the movies, and decided to stay at her parents' house at night due to weather... She says, um, after the movie, they were hanging out. The date didn't go very well. I was going back to my house after the movie, but I ended up calling my mom, and I was just like, you know what? It's midnight. What the hell? I'll just go over there. Um, I was telling her about the film and the date, and it was just taking so long. So when I go back home, I might as well just, you know, crash at mom's. We've all been there. So at 3 a.m., she received a call telling her, that a man had died on her property. Um, I guess the guy came and he was like burying things in my backyard for like three days. Like, isn't that insane? Like, you just had yourself a little party back there. Just yeah, like, he was just going back and forth like for days, just burying things. It's like, what was what was on his mind? Like, I just really want to know like what his plan was. <laughs> well, I guess we know what his plan was, but like, what the steps to get there? <laughs> Yeah, so the story gets worse. Uh, the man had been burying, like, a, a slew of strange items. Very strange. Like, he buried a lunchbox with milk chocolate inside of it. Um, he buried knives and a rope and just a bunch of other random stuff, she says. Um, like, I understand the knives and the rope and whatever, but, like, why the lunchbox with the milk chocolate inside of it? Again, this is where I was like, he had some kind of schizo. <laughs> yeah. Um... So on the night of the incident, he was pacing in her backyard wearing a trench coat and um, he was armed with a gun. So she never noticed him, but later they looked back at security camera footage and it showed him on her property for about six hours before he actually, you know, shot and set himself on fire. He was just kind of like pacing and bearing things and I guess it just seemingly waiting for her. So eventually, a person in a car similar to Miranda's drove toward her house. Um, and Miranda said, I guess he got confused and he thought that maybe it was me driving up. 
it's just like bad luck and he shot at the person like six times and he missed because she was in a car and luckily the woman in that car drove away um and i guess he was very upset about this so he shot himself uh and set himself on fire simultaneously um yeah so no one knows why like we don't know like what his motive was i mean obviously he wanted to like shoot her um miranda says they were trying to pull it all together and they still haven't they don't really have any answers um and it may have been random but obviously you know she was freaked out by the situation she said she started staying back at her parents house and then eventually just got another house somewhere else which like same i would do the same thing i would never want to go back to that house you obviously can't blame her for wanting to get away from the scene of that just horror show I mean, I just cannot imagine getting that call. You know what I mean? Like, she was unaware of the entire situation, the fact that he had been there for, like, days prior to this happening. And it's so scary, like, I feel like afterwards to hear it and be like, I didn't even know any of this was going on. Like, how freaking scary is that? Yeah, because I gotta imagine it's probably not a tiny house. No, yeah. And she, you know, she's not married. No, doesn't have kids, so... She's probably, you know, lives alone. Right. And, uh... Yeah. I would definitely stay with my parents or whoever following that incident for as long as I could until, like, she did buy a new house because that shit is just... I feel like that's, like, horrifying. It's kind of funny, though, but on the interview with Whitney, she did another podcast um, about it, too, where she basically explained the story the same, Um, but... She's just so, like, chill about it. She's just so chill when she's explaining it. Like, she wasn't, like, making it, like, a traumatic thing that happened to her. She was just kind of, like, laughing and, like... (laughs) During the whole, yeah, during the whole interview with Whitney, I feel like she was just so chill about everything. Just like, oh, it's my life. Yeah, (laughs) that's how it went. And that's where I'm like, oh, my God, she sounds a lot like me and Kay. (laughs) Yeah. Whenever I call you and you're like, what's up? And I'm like, well, (laughs) it's messy, let me tell you. Yeah. Bring wine. Right, exactly. We're going to need it. We're like the meme with the dog in the room of fire where he's just like, everything's fine. It's, it's all fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> like the, the Christmas hoodie. Yes, amazing. <laughs> Describes like my life. I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Nothing's wrong. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, it's so scary. I just can't even, can't even imagine that. And like, I mean, so many, you hear so many stories with celebrities where they have a stalker or someone, like, trying to, like, murder them or, you know, honestly just, like, following them around everywhere. It's it's actually scary. Yeah, um, we were going to try to do a few of these for you, but we did not get the time we thought we were going to have. But I was going to talk about, it just reminded me a lot of, like, even the Kardashian, Kim, that one was know, really scary. She got robbed in her own house. Mm-hmm. Um, I, or she was in Paris. Oh, I thought she was there. No. She was in, it was Fashion Week in Paris, and okay. it was her, like, it was her, maybe it was her apartment, or I don't know if it was a hotel room or her apartment, but. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it just goes to show you, famous or not, you know. People deal with this. People deal with crazy freaking people. I just seen, I'll have to look more into it, but the guy that robbed Kim is trying to put out a tell-all book about it. Shut up. Is he in prison? 
He should be. Know. We'll have to look it out. Oh my gosh. Dang. But like, how are you going to try to rob me and then you're going to tell yeah. a book about me? I mean, he would make, I'm not saying he should be able to do this, but he would make a ton of money. He would make a ton of money writing a tell-all book about that situation. That's so fucked up, honestly. Gosh. Yeah, something Rock's husband would do. Seriously. Did you see? Yeah, speaking of stalkers, freaking Kanye was dressed up as a bush outside of Kim's house. Did you see that? No, but that explains a lot because I've been reading a lot of memes that say, is Kanye going to be in the conservatorship, conservatorship or is it for females only? I saw that, yeah, honestly. So that must be why everybody's talking like... Kanye needs some help, people. It's not funny. Like, it's actually scary. I feel bad for for Kim because, like, he's insane right now. Oh, my goodness. Pete, you gotta be careful. <laughs> yeah, please. Watch your back, man. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's got uh he's on the bad side of Kanye West. Don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, the life of a celebrity. <laughs> uh, I got this big pimple on my face. I got readers <laughs> on my forehead. This I, is why I, I do podcasts. I got like a radio <laughs> face. Same. <laughs> I have a freaking pimple on my neck, okay? So I feel you. <laughs> oh my god, it's just... Plus, like, we don't have to, like, get ready, you know? It's nice. Like, I could come over... I could come over looking like a freaking trash bag grease ball. And nobody has to see it but you. <laughs> I promise you she never looks like a trash bag. I... Or a grease ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so she must think I look like a grease ball. <laughs> it's okay, I do. I, uh, I, I own it. No. all right well that was i scary and it was pretty freaking scary okay (laughs) yeah sorry this is a little uh shorter episode this week but it was a fun one that we wanted to do and tell and talk about oh yeah and we got our little less classlessly or stories in there too um but yeah if you guys have any suggestions hit us up you know all the socials horror one and crime or email us, horrorwinecrimegmail.com. Um, we did notice Freeway did not get as many uh, listens as our other ones did. And I don't know if it's because people aren't familiar with it, but I promise you if you go back and watch the movie... Hilarious. It won't let you down. No. Like, and when she says hilarious, don't think of it like liar, liar. Think of it as dark hilarious. Yes, sorry. I should clarify, yeah. It's like intense. It's like an intense movie with like obviously crazy subjects but like the undertone of it is hilarious and the lines and the acting it's just really great so if we let you down last week with an episode and we saw we sad face or if you didn't listen to it though that's on you go back and listen you know (laughs) too. don't let the name of it throw you off it's it's still good it's a golden episode so go back and listen to it (laughs) though before we go Dough before we go. Poet, I didn't even know it. Oh, she's a rap star. <laughs> um, you should have a Snoop Dogg offline. Which offline. I can add it offline. in. <laughs> um, leprechaun tickets. At the end of the month, I, usually we do the whole month just to get you know extra time for people. Um, there is going to be a leprechaun Irish horror giveaway. So get your tickets in, um, and when your horror, Irish horror-themed 
gift bag. Um, so yeah, 99 cents, give a ticket. Um, you can send it through PayPal or you can get a hold of us. If you know us personally, just be like, yo, how do I give you this money? And I'll be like, I'm on it. I'm on my way. Listen up, yo. Trust me. Totally worth it. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's only a dollar. Literally, it's so cheap and you get so much for a freaking dollar. You can remortgage your house. You can take out a <laughs> loan. You could refinance your car. You could sell some Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> um, your kid doesn't need lunch every day at school she can miss one day yeah one so day you can some raffle tickets one day's not gonna hurt her you know you know and then if you win you'd be like i won this for you so shut up yeah so it was freaking worth it yeah okay <laughs> so i packed your tuna fish that day i don't care if bobby joe called you smelly you ate it was good exactly you survived the it stuff that you just won you came out stronger because of it yeah so, I mean, definitely worth it. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. 100%. Yeah. And then you get some cool gifts out of it. For sure. <laughs> you know, or don't even tell your kid. You know, they got those little glass piggy banks in their room. Take four quarters out and give it to us. We give you a ticket. I mean. Yeah, exactly. No one has to know. We won't, we won't out you on that. Do what you gotta do. Take some bottles back. Yeah. We know you guys got, like, pandemic cans of bags of bottles in your garage it's time to return them walk around outside find some quarters on the ground you know yeah. <laughs> whatever you gotta do <laughs> four quarters that's it yeah it's not it's not that much you're welcome for all the ideas on how to get a dollar to yeah no, no excuses <laughs> no excuses at all <laughs> but yeah definitely seriously get it in because it's good stuff coming your way mm-hmm if not, then we'll just keep the shit for ourselves because, I mean, honestly... I'm cool with that. More stuff for us. Yeah. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it. Yep. Stay creepy, y'all. All right. We got to go. Bye. Bye-bye.